if I were to say to somebody like, hey, want to go explore this cool thing with me on a date, then I'm essentially making a bid for connection with that person. But I'm also trying to claim some of their time, which is a very valuable resource. So I think that if I want to see more friend dates happen, and we're about to head into the winter, so this can also be either a tricky time or an easy time to get together with people, we'll see, then I'm going to have to probably talk myself through the nerves that it takes to bid for connection with other people. Welcome to Medium Lady Talks. I'm your host, Erin Vandeven. I'm a millennial and mother trying to build the place in the world that's made for me while fighting burnout, living intentionally, and embracing gratitude even when I'm grumpy. Here on Medium Lady Talks, we visit the topics and practical tips that will help you maximize self-discovery and minimize self-judgment so you can finally get momentum building the life you know is possible in this post-pandemic world. On this podcast, you can expect we'll get deep while having fun, and whether you're burnt out like a dog in a dumpster fire or celebrating your best life daily, you'll find the conversations, prompts, and tools I know will be helpful on your own personal healing journey. So stay tuned for my deep dive solo shows and interview episodes with dear friends and expert guests. Together, we'll make sure you have what you need to build the place in the world that's made for you. I'm so glad you're here. So let's jump in. Hello, hi, and welcome to Medium Lady Talks. This is episode 88. This is going to be a fun short and sweet episode. At least I'm hoping it'll be short and sweet. I recently, this past weekend, traveled to Hobart, New York. Hobart is known as a book village. I will try to link to, I think there was a New York Times article about Hobart in the show notes. I traveled to Hobart, New York with three women who are part of my Buddy Reads group. And we all traveled together to essentially meet one another and take the trip out of the group chat. So I did that this past weekend, and it was also, I was reminded, it was also something that I had said I would do on my 40 for 40 list. And that got me thinking because my friend Allie asked me, what else is on that list? And I thought, you know what? I haven't looked at it in a long time. So we're going to do a really short episode reviewing my 40 for 40. Today is just, we're just on the cusp of November. And it seems like a good time because the list is about six months old, maybe seven months old. I turned 40 in April of 2023, and we're going to just kind of take a look at this list. The one thing I'm also going to do is I might actually strike things off the list, not strike them off as in say that they're done, but strike them off perhaps and say, you know what, that might have been something that sounded fun during my 40th birthday, but right now it, it doesn't sound fun, actually. And I'm hoping, as I said, that this episode is just a quick rundown. Maybe this this episode might appeal to you for a few reasons. Number one, you might be curious as to what was actually on my 40 for 40 list. It, it was an Instagram post, but I know that stuff gets buried. I never really talked about it on the podcast, although I did do a fun episode with my friends whereby they sort of spun through some of the items on the list and I kind of gave my arguments as to why I wanted those items on the list. And so if you're interested, that's episode 65. I'll link to it in the show notes. Um, but other than that post and the episode, the podcast episode, I really haven't revisited this list. So I'm actually probably going to be surprised on Mike as we go through. 
The other thing is I want you, so if you might be curious about what's actually on the list and you're going to find that out in this episode. The other thing you might be curious about is maybe you have lists of your own or maybe you wrote lists and you sort of thought, uh, I don't know. I'm nervous to kind of go back and look at that list. So I hope that this also encourages you if you have those lists to pull them out and take a look at them and reflect on them lovingly and don't see them as a report card of you passing or failing. In a lot of ways, I talk about the difference between motion and action. Making a 40 for 40 list is really just motion. It's really just putting things on a list, thinking about the things that bring me joy, and essentially curating them into one collection. This also goes back to episode 87, which just came out last week, which was with Stephanie Cunningham, where we talked about the aspirational to-do list. Essentially, a lot of this 40 for 40 list is my aspirational to-do list. And I shared on that episode about how sometimes I can get caught up with the aspirational to-do list being a marker of whether I'm doing a good job or not, and whether I have evidence to other people of me doing a good job. And that's kind of a tricky position to be in. Without further ado, let's dive into the list and let's kind of see where this goes. And I hope that this can help you either to pull out your own lists or satisfy your curiosity about what's on my 40 for 40 list. Okay, The first thing is (laughs) a new tea towel every month. I know why I put this on the list. And at the time, I had really noticed that our kitchen towel collection was pretty much rags. It was a collection of rags. And it really kind of felt like it would add life to our home to replace some of these tea towels. And I actually have replaced a lot of tea towels, but I have not had a new tea towel every month. One thing I did do is I went on a girls trip with my sisters-in-law in June, and I bought some awesome tea towels then, but I don't think I've really purchased any since June. Number two is more friend dates. I think I am making progress on this, but it does feel hard to make a bid for connection with people that you know are busy. And what I mean by that is if I were to say to somebody like, hey, want to go explore this cool thing with me on a date? then I'm essentially making a bid for connection with that person, but I'm also trying to claim some of their time, which is a very valuable resource. So I think that if I want to see more friend dates happen, and we're about to head into the winter, so this can also be either a tricky time or an easy time to get together with people, we'll see, then I'm going to have to probably talk myself through the nerves that it takes to bid for connection with other people. That phrase, bid for connection, is from John Gottman's research, which is with married couples. If you've ever read The Seven Habits of Highly Effective Marriages or something like that, I'll try to link it in the show notes. But that that phrase, bid for connection, that's not my phrase. Number three, send more gifts, especially for no reason. (laughs) Um, I could probably do better with this, although we're heading into a major gift-giving season. It's about to be the holidays. So send more gifts, especially for no reason. I think that I have to think a little bit more about who are the people front of mind when I send gifts to people. I did just send my sister-in-law a gift, and that was for her birthday. That wasn't for no reason. But... I don't know. I think maybe gift giving is probably not my primary love language. Again, love languages is another, I don't know the authors of that off the top of my head, but um, the five love languages, that's another interesting marriage books getting referenced in this episode. Number four, try 40 flavors of ice cream. Now, I have actually not done this, but I have sought out really great flavors of ice cream. And I have generally, when we went out for ice cream in the summer, I have not gotten my typical flavor, which is usually something like a pralines and cream or something like moose tracks, which is like chocolate, brownie, peanut butter cup mix. And I had an amazing cinnamon bun ice cream this summer in Long Point, Ontario. 
I would not say I am anywhere close to 40 flavors of ice cream, and I actually, I think that's okay. This is something I might actually strike off the list. Number five, visit more local spots for fun food experiences. Yeah, and I'm happy to say we've done this once. (laughs) We've done this once, but I have a really long list of save spots from Instagram from my local area. You know, people who do those foodie experiences and they show up at a restaurant and they take amazing footage of the food, amazing footage of the the vibe of the restaurant. And you're like, wow, that looks like pretty accessible and fun for me. I save a lot of local spots for food experiences and we don't always make our way to them, but we did. And I've shared recently and I shared probably in, I think a reel, we took our kids with us on our anniversary to a Korean restaurant and we just had a blast. So that definitely will stay on the list. Number six, read more books about women turning 40. Oh, isn't that interesting? I forgot I had this on the list. And because I forgot, I don't know if I've actually been doing it. This was motivated because I read an incredible book called We All Want Impossible Things by Catherine Newman. I'll link that. And that book is very much about a woman who's, I think she's about 43. And it's about how she cares for her best friend as she dies from cancer. And I really loved this book because it was really set in an age that I could really recognize and I really could relate to. Number seven, books for gifts. Yes, I've definitely been leaning into books for gifts, and I will be doing so through the rest of the holiday season. Number eight, one movie a month. Oh, isn't that interesting that that came up in April? If you'd listened to my episode where I talk about the transition between September and October, I had talked about how I was sort of getting the feelings that I wanted to watch more movies. And this past October, I actually randomized a list of fall holiday movies fall holiday? No. (laughs) Of fall vibes, movies that give off fall vibes. And I had done one for every letter of the alphabet, and then I randomized them. And I have not watched any of them, but just building it alone brought me a lot of joy. And I'm curious because I thought that was a new sentiment to watch more movies. I thought that was a new sentiment in the fall, but it seems it was here uh, on my 40 for 40 list. Now that we're heading into this dark, cozy season of fall and winter, I think that I probably can find more time to watch more movies. And I like the idea of one movie a month because that's very tolerable for me. I also see movies often as taking away from my reading time. You know, movies are like three hours these days. And if a movie is going to be three hours, that's like probably going to get me, three hours is going to get me at least a third of a way through a good book. So... That's a, that's the selfish trade-off in me and how I like to spend my free time. Okay, number nine, a ballet class for my inner child. This has definitely been in the back of my mind, and I think it's probably one of the riskier ones for me, one of the ones that feels the most nerve-wracking, but I really think that um, probably through the winter and maybe by the spring, I will be ready to sort of take off with that uh, part of the list. Number 10, Try new libraries when in a different town. This one's tough. I actually haven't found myself in that many towns. I did hope to go to the library in our cottage town when we were up there, but we actually really just became homebodies. We didn't do any day trips while we were up at the cottage this year, and so I didn't really go to the library. Um, There is a library probably maybe mm, half an hour from our cottage drive, a very small kind of pop-up library. They have They're open maybe four hours a day, and I wanted to check it out, but I didn't. I think I also expected to be traveling a little bit more for work this year, and so far I have not yet traveled at all. But if I do, if that opportunity comes up, then I can remember this one. But I think this one has to sort of be about what town I'm in, who I'm with, 
And going to a library where you can't check out the books, I'm realizing, is logistically eh, a little bit, you know, maybe like not that motivating. Number 11, make friends with a librarian. So this is still in the back of my mind to seek out a librarian and make friends with them. I I think that this is the kind of thing where you have to make the time and then I have to be willing to make a bid for connection. But if you're a librarian and you're listening to Medium Lady Talks, I would love it if you would hop into my DMs. You can connect with me on Instagram at medium.lady. I would love to become your friend. Okay, number 12, and this was the whole impetus for the episode. This is to meet Jillian and Steph, which I did this weekend, and it was glorious. And I just have to say, if there was only one thing on this list, it would be to meet Jillian and Steph. Honestly, I love these two women so much. I talk to them every day, and it was just absolutely tremendous and soul-filling to spend the weekend with them. And to just feel as though that experience in the daily group chat was just as meaningful, more meaningful even, when we were connected in person. Number 13, acquire more fun earrings. I thought this was funny because I put it on the list and I don't think the list had been published, but my husband threw me a 40th birthday party and I think I received like two or three pairs of fun earrings. So this is the kind of thing where I think that Putting things on a list, also the laws of attraction, they start to show up in your life. Just because you've made them conscious and you put them on a list, sometimes these funny things just happen. And saying, I want to acquire more fun earrings, sometimes that can happen in my life without too much effort on my part. And and that's what definitely happened. And actually, right now I'm wearing earrings that I got on my trip to Hobart, New York. And those fun earrings are these little silver books, these silver books that are open to a page. And I, I love them. Number 14, check out new parks and bring a book or journal to spend quality time there. So I have to say that I have not done this. And I don't know that I have a lot of free time to do this. This might be one of the ones that I strike off the list. 14, check out new parks and bring a book or journal to spend quality time there. There's just like very little downtime that I have to go and check out a park, especially to do some quality introspective work on my own. But maybe I'll let that one percolate on the back burner and see if it pops up, especially now that we're heading into the winter. Um, I can see that really not feeling very appealing to me to journal in a park in the middle of the snow. (laughs) And also that's important to recognize too, is that this list was made probably through March, uh, right before my birthday. And I was probably feeling really excited about things like the summer, really excited about the spring, really excited about things growing and beauty and nature and flowers. So that also would have really influenced the list quite a lot. Number 15, tell 40 people you love them and make it awkward. Um, I think I have definitely been leaning into this. I like, <laughs> I like that I gave myself the number 40, the qualifier of 40. That seems kind of hard to keep track of to be like, yes, today I told someone I love them and it was, and it was awkward and it was fine. We just let it be awkward. So (laughs) I think that's funny. 16, have a thrift first mentality. So I love thrifting and I definitely think that for the most part, I do lean into this. I have not bought a lot of new items Recently, I needed a pair of black jeans needed. I wanted a pair of black jeans and I thrifted a pair from our local thrift store. I definitely also have been, I've acquired a few pairs of new shoes, two pairs of new shoes from Poshmark, which has been a really great experience for me. So I would say generally that one's going very well. 17, embrace cottage core in my home design. Oh, I haven't really done that. And I'm not really much of a home design person. 
But maybe I have to think about this a little bit more because as the winter happens, we spend more time at home. And I do often find that sometimes in the winter is when I really need a spring cleaning or a general purge. Not always in the spring because the spring is when we're spending more time outside. All right, how are we doing? I think we're doing okay. Number 18, reread the Brene Brown catalog. I have reread Brene Brown. I finished Daring Greatly in the summer. I don't think I have reread The Gifts of Imperfection, but that is a really wonderful book. And definitely, I actually, I don't even know if I finished Atlas of the Heart. So this is a good one to float back to the top of my list because I had forgotten that I put it in there. 19, let each kid plan a date with you. So this is great. And actually in the summer, I did have a date with William. We went out for sushi. We did a bunch of fun stuff together. So that was great. And I do need to do that with Henry and Beckett. Number 20. Okay, we're halfway. Number 20, interview Jam Gamble for the podcast. Jam Gamble is someone I look up to tremendously. She's a mentor of mine, and it was a thrill to have her on the podcast. That's episode 74. I will link it in the show notes. The funny thing is that I did actually have a bit of a sound glitch on that interview, and it's not perfect audio quality, which disappoints me to a huge degree, but embracing a growth mentality and accepting that this this interview that I was so excited to do, you know, the sound quality of it wasn't quite perfect. You know, that's just something that we have to embrace, but I'm pretty excited that I got to cross it off the list. 21. Choose and memorize a signature cake. Oh, oh gosh, I love this one. I've forgotten that I had it on the list, and I think it's actually, again, a really great season to bring this to the top of mind. So both that embrace the cottage core aesthetic and memorize the signature cake. These are things that are sort of homey and domestic and during the winter when we're spending more time at home, a great thing to pursue. Number 22, learn more names, coffee shop, library, grocery store. So I have learned more of the names um, at the grocery store because that's where people sort of openly wear tags, name tags. I have noticed that I do find people get a little startled when you use their first name. And that's probably affected a little bit more of my experience. One of the women who works at our local grocery store, her name is Denez. And I love going into her lineup and just saying hi to her. And I think she's been recognizing me now that I've been using her first name. So that's nice that that gives me the sense of like having a really nice community experience. Number 23. Oh, read books from my own shelves. So this has been really hard because I've definitely been acquiring books since my 40th birthday, but I've only read one book from my own shelf this year. And I don't know. I don't know. It's just like, I just love that constant inpouring of books from the library, especially when I use my holds list. And if you want to hear about how to become a holds master, a holds savant, Um, You should listen to episode 10 of Medium Lady Reads, which just released. And Jillian and I, it's a long, hefty episode full of tips and tricks on how to maximize your holds list. Number 24, interview Hannah Louise Poston for the podcast. So Hannah Louise Poston is one of my favorite beauty YouTubers. I'll link her in the show notes. And I would love to interview her. She just had a baby. And so I've been hesitant to do my cold call for Hannah to say, hey, my name's Erin. I have a podcast. You know, I have a pitch I have a pitch that I customize when I reach out to guests, and I hesitate to send that because I know that she's had a baby maybe two months ago. I'm putting that one off, but I will will pitch to her eventually. 
25, visit my childhood library. Yeah, and I almost did this the other day, but I don't know what it was. I think I was sort of running out of time and I didn't want to rush. And maybe I felt like, I think I was being a little too precious about the experience. Number 26, try to set up a website. Gosh, this one comes back often. This is very like, is this aspirational to-do list or just to-do list? I, I regret not regret. I think often about the fact that the majority of my content lives on my podcast server and Instagram, and I don't have an actual website for people to touch base. And I think I should have one. And the reason I think I should have one, I guess this would be one of those things that would be good to go through the seven whys with Stephanie. So maybe I should do that with her and see if she can help me figure out if I really should try to set up a website. Number 27, hit 10,000 downloads. (laughs) I love that I put this on the list. This is definitely not maybe aspirational in the way that I can do it, but aspirational in the way that I really want it to happen. Uh, As of right now, the podcast is around 5,000 downloads. So we are six months into this and we are three seasons. Season three will wrap in December and I will take January off the way I always do. And season four will start in February of 2024. I don't know if we'll hit 10,000 downloads before I turn 41, and it's okay if we don't. Um, But that would, I'm really glad that this is on the list because sometimes it's fun to and important to honor and put on paper the things that we really dream of. 28, celebrate my healing at front of mind. I am doing this. I do this daily, I think. And I also think that when you celebrate your healing, you recognize that it doesn't always necessarily mean that you're self actualizing. Your healed self is not necessarily going to be your best self or your better self. It is going to be your healed self. And that person deserves value and love and wholeheartedness. And it's about accepting love, accepting worthiness when you're not your best, when you're healing. This has been crucial to me, crucial in the last year. 29, practice recognizing and leaning into paradox. Yeah, I would say this is another one that I do quite a lot is acknowledging that At this phase in my life, both things can be true. At this phase in my life, I think that there's often one thing that's in conflict with another, and both of them are important. And it's not really about what's right and what's wrong. It's just the fact that there's often resistance between two opposed things that uh, have value and and are inherently both truthful. Okay, number 30, journal on instinct, less prompts, more free thinking. Um, this was a season when I was journaling a lot and then I dropped that season. Generally, I have tried to have a morning routine that incorporates journaling, but that is highly dependent on Beckett. And in the summer, Beckett was waking up very early and now Beckett wakes up and he needs a whole cajoling thing and a whole bunch of emotional support for going to school. So I have not really been journaling at all. And I would say I really kind of fell off probably around June. But This is really interesting because generally I don't like to crack open my journal unless I have a prompt. And even on Instagram, I provide journal prompts for the end of every month. So if you're not following me yet on Instagram, go ahead and follow me at medium.lady. And you can see one of my most recent posts is actually my journal prompts for October. 31. Read what you need. Huh. What did I mean by this? I think I meant that this was more of a sort of looking internally for what's on my TBR and connecting what's on my TBR with what I'm looking for in terms of satisfaction. I think that also this encourages me to DNF or mark a book as did not finish 
instead of slogging through things that really are not meeting my needs in the moment. 32. Sunday supper, more connections over food. Oh, this one, man, I I don't know. I think maybe there's just so only so much time in my life right now for this kind of thing. You know, I have the friend dates. I have the dates with the kids. I have the food exploration, you know, fun local food spots. And really, honestly, some of these are sort of overlapping in where they can sort of all satisfy some of the things on this list. Okay, number 33, grow plants to give them away. So that <laughs> that's great. I love that. I think this is reminding me that plant propagation is just one of the easiest things you can do. If you have a plant, you could literally snip a piece of it off, put it in some water, leave it for three months, it'll grow roots and then pop it in some soil and give it away. I have two cuttings right now that I've been neglecting that I need to pot and give away. So that's a great reminder um, that I put this on this list. I also said, I said, give books as gifts and grow plants and give them away. So I was very gift minded. Maybe it's because it was my birthday. Oh, there was another one that was books for gifts, give gifts for no reason, give plants as gifts. (laughs) I guess it was just my birthday, so. Okay, 34 is to do a rock, paper, scissors date with Nick. Uh, This still is yet to be done. This is rock, paper, scissors where you... Why did I call it rock, paper, scissors? I think it was like who gets to choose your drinks your or what you do. I can't remember. Maybe I have to go back and see what that is. That one's kind of like, what is a rock, paper, scissors date? 35, refinish something, anything. Yeah. Oh, gosh. I think given that we're moving into the winter season, it's unlikely that I will refinish anything. I don't have a good space in my home for that. And that doesn't really actually sing to me in the way that some of these things have been singing to me or speaking to my soul. I think this is something I will cross off the list. Number 36, make my own book tracker. So I've been dabbling with this, and I think that I will have a book tracker to share in January. I have a Google Sheet that helps me track my books, and it's like my prized possession. Can I say that? I have this digital file that is my prized possession, but it is a tracker that was made by the Currently Reading Podcast Patreon group. It has a lot of the things that I need, but there are some things that it has. It has a lot more than what I need as well. Number 37, take an online watercolor class. Yeah, this is something I still really, really want to do. 38, learn to back in while parking. <laughs> this one we went into huge detail in in episode 65 with Emily and Sarah. So if you want to hear the laugh about that, um, and they really razzed me for that, um, then you can go ahead and check out that episode. It's pretty funny. And I think that in a lot of ways, cross-referencing this list with my friends also allowed me to see where I was maybe taking some things too seriously. So I don't know. I have not learned how to back in while parking. I tried for a good month and I just found it was not coming easily to me. And then somebody said, I think it was my friend Sarah's husband who said, why don't you just pull forward, which is essentially finding a parking spot where both spots are open and you just drive forward through into the, so that you're forward facing. And I thought, yeah. And so I've actually been doing that quite a lot is finding a pull through spot and then walking the distance. Cause usually those spots are not very close to the door, but finding the pull through spot means that I both get to just pull out and drive away whenever I want to. And it also means that I don't have to learn how to back in. <laughs> so that's, that's been my strategy. Number 39, buy green glasses. Yeah, I did buy green glasses and I love them. I don't know. I don't know what to say. I'm really glad that I did that. And I'm really glad that I put it on this list. 
And the last one, number 40, is to use all of my work benefits. So this one needs a bit of work because I've definitely been feeling kind of tense in my neck. I could use a massage. I could probably use a bit of osteo attention. Um, I have been using my psychotherapy benefits, but I've definitely not used all of them. And I think I could proactively even do that over the month of November because my benefits will renew in April. So I still have a lot of time to spend them up. And I would encourage you, if you have benefits with your employer, take a look at what you are able to spend every year and make sure that you're maximizing on the return um, from that investment that your employer is making in you. Okay, that's 40. That's 40. I think we're coming up on half an hour mark. What did you think of this? What did you think of this episode? What did you think of my list? I think there are a few things that I've done. I think there are a few things I can cross off. And there are definitely some things that will really speak to me in the winter season of my life. And it was fun to do this exercise six months later. A lot of the things I did remember, some of them I had forgotten, and some of them I had forgotten because they can go. They can go off the list. Uh, But there's not too many of those things. So I'm curious what on this list resonates with you. I would love it if you would go ahead and connect with me on Instagram. I can be found at medium.lady. And let me know, did the list satisfy? (laughs) If you were curious about this list, did it it, uh, give you the interesting things that you expected to hear? Probably not. I mean, it's, it's it's a good list, but it's very individual to me. And if you have a list of your own, I would love to know what's on your list and pull it out and take a look at it. And this is really just me sending love to my past self, myself who was excited to turn 40 and all of the things and the joyful, you know, things that I was anticipating about where my life as a 40-year-old was bringing me. And I think that this list still is a really accurate reflection of my identity. All right, that's all from me for now. Thank you so much for spending time with me. I know your time is one of your most precious resources, and it is not lost on me that you choose to spend some of it with me. That means the world to me. I'm so grateful for you. Don't forget, you're doing such, such a good job. I love you very, very much, and I will talk to you again soon. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to Medium Lady Talks, created and produced by me, Erin Vandeven. If you want more of the general vibe, gratitude, and encouragement from this episode, please come and find me on Instagram at medium.lady. And since you've made it to the end, I'd love to get to know you even better. Screenshot this episode so you can share it on Instagram and be sure to tag me so that we can chat. Thanks for listening. Remember, you're doing such a good job. Your place in this world can only be filled by you. I'll see you in the next episode. Bye.